0: Talking Tesla Talking Tesla Tesla. I'm not sure if like, my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator Because they put rings on Elon It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm I don't think we need to touch the steering wheel there Tom
1: Oh I'm sure there's some math So SpaceX, <laughs> here's the deal um, Landing a rocket... On a drone ship is key. Charger, charger, <laughs> charger, <laughs> charger. How <laughs> am I
0: expected to drive a car without autopilot? Charger,
1: charger, <laughs> charger. You know, I'm not a good parker, Tom. all. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. All the other cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. Tesla. You don't even have to remember
0: that. You've got a Model X. I have seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I
1: wouldn't call it a screw up. Do you like your Model X? God,
0: it's beautiful. <laughs> Hi, guys. Can't talk right now. Got to go. Could you do the show, please? What? Who was that? Uh, I got a Model Three. They said I have to configure. I just
1: got to go configure. That's not. True. That's not true. He's going to go configure his Model Three.
0: We shared that microphone, and now it's dirty. It's dirty. It has. <laughs> it, has it has. Shut it has, up! It's all covered in Herbert.
1: Welcome to Talking Tesla number one fifteen. Are you sure that number
0: is accurate? It says so in my calendar. Oh, I have then it, it must be true. I have it mapped it out. Must be true. It's been. It's been a while. Last week, Robert, you were at this moment <laughs> in the top of World Trade Center 1 eating what I'm going to guess was a $95 piece of salmon. No, actually, I
1: think I got away with a soup, a salmon. I think I might even have had, I think I just had water as my beverage. Uh-huh. And I think it was about 68 bucks
0: with the tip. Did you eat, a, were you alone? I was alone. So did you have to pay the entrance fee? I paid to go up to the observation. So that deck. was 36 bucks.
1: Yeah, 35, 30, maybe that. <laughs> Let's add that on to the cost of your salmon. You're at 100. I was there from lunch till sunset.
0: Really? Yeah. What were you doing up there for that long? Well, first of all,
1: they sat me at what looked like a lunch counter, Mm -hmm. except that on the other side of
0: me Mm -hmm. was the world, (laughs) and so I—well, at least what New York City thinks is the world, anyways. Well,
1: I could see uh, more than the tri-state area, I believe, as you were referring to my (laughs) location, (laughs) and I could see all the way Uh to like mount—not mountains. There aren't really mountains, so per se, in the Northeast, but there are larger uh, I mean, there are mountains in hills. the
0: Northeast, but not specifically well, near there. you know,
1: I'm from California, and uh-huh. I've climbed all through the Sierras. Those are mountains. Right, but they have the Appalachians. I might have even been able to see the Appalachians if I knew where they were. <laughs> but I could see way out there. So I sat right. at this counter, mm-hmm. and uh, there was Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I was staring up. Like, 7th Avenue, uh-huh. straight to the World Trade Center. I'm sorry, to the Empire State Building. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're in the World Trade Center.
1: And uh, I was using my Google Maps to, like, locate streets and buildings. And there is some impressive architecture Could in Could you New York see
0: any—it's almost as impressive as the architecture in Chicago, let's be honest. Yes. But not quite. There's more of it. There's more of it, but yeah. I wouldn't call it all architecture in New York. Different kind of thing.
1: Well, it goes for so oh, many generations. There's some beautiful buildings. It's there for amazing sure. yeah, to yeah. look at the progression. I took pictures of, like, you know, the closest layer being these shorter, kind of brick-built yeah up to maybe five story buildings and then yeah. there's like the 20 story buildings just beyond them and then they're back and it steps all the way up to the 70 story buildings you can right. see the age or the the progression of yeah,
0: yeah, of uh, the future sure. i think one of the most interesting things to me when i go to manhattan is that there are when you think about new york you wonder how are there any three story buildings left on the entire island And yet there's hundreds of them, thousands of them. It's pretty interesting that it hasn't yet turned into that Blade Runner sort of post-apocalyptic situation.
1: I mean, there is an enormous – I thought – I was thinking to myself about the amount of human creativity and design effort that created the structures that were there. Not only the yeah. structures, oh, but amazing. the art yeah. and the performance and the parks. The amount of human effort that went into that city, that has gone into that city, is just staggering.
0: The humanity.
1: It's really wonderful. It is. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a wonderful, wonderful city and uh, full of pretty... Decent human beings.
1: I did try the focaccia at Italy. Uh huh. I know you recommended it, though, albeit the Chicago Italy. I
0: did. Yeah, I can't speak to it the New cannot York. It Not
1: be the same focaccia <laughs> because I took I took one bite and uh-huh. I was like, "This is focacta," <laughs> <laughs> and that is a Yiddish term for yeah, it. Like messed poop. up. Yeah.
0: yeah, not good. Mm-hmm, that's good. All right. It wasn't so, that great. So let's start the show. Let's start the show with a reminder to all the Patreons how much. Thank you. They mean to us. Very much. They mean to us, especially in this holiday season. All the listeners mean a lot to us. And the Patreons, just a tiny bit more. Because they have spoken with their pocketbooks and allowed Mel to produce this show. Yeah, I'm
1: very grateful because if it weren't for you, Patreons, mm-hmm. I would name all of you, but I don't have your names. Yeah, I'll just call you Patreons. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> if it wasn't for you... I would be putting together the editing and trying to clean That's up accurate. all of the misspoken words on the show, and no one would listen after that.
0: Oh, no one would. So no we're going to start the show with a post from one Don Millar, who was a Patreon, in regards to the cost of electricity. <laughs> you mean Don Miller? Did I not say Don Miller? What did I say? <laughs> you're still in Italy. Or maybe you're in... Did I say Millar? Millar, yes. Yes. Don Millar. Um... <laughs> and he wanted to send us a little note about the cost of electricity we are talking about the cost of electricity and sort of what my thought process was behind tesla being able to charge 7 cents for semi truck electricity right this this solar powered mega charger <laughs> the solar powered mega charger right So he writes, I think Bloomberg's point that it will cost Tesla 40 cents a kilowatt hour and they will sell it to truck operators for seven cents is missing one important thing. The actual number of kilowatts will ramp slowly over time. If it was possible to put a million Teslas on the road, then it would be dangerous for Tesla. But by the end of 2020, Tesla will maybe have a thousand trucks on the road and they can easily install solar capacity, support that number by 2020. One could also install one million mega chargers. As Tom holds his little pinky to his <laughs> lip. But they'll only draw as much power as there are semis to use it, although the cost of building one million mega chargers, Don, very expensive. Tesla can dial the pain ba- based on the rate they build the semis. Ditto for battery pack costs. Building enough packs, even at a loss, for 1,000 trucks and another 1,000 roadsters is nothing compared to 500,000 cars Tesla needs to build in 2020. And the positive press, which I agree with, will get, Tesla will get for that handful, is priceless and totally disruptive. So again, for me, it's not about the capacity. It's not about that cost in the short term or the long term. It's about the locations, right? So if you're talking about trucks and the cost, like if a truck needs to be able to go everywhere, a mega charger network needs to be everywhere. Even if it's for one truck, like Mm -hmm. I'm not buying one truck if it's limited me to where I can take it. Well, but
1: the good thing about trucks—so this brought up a few points for me that were really interesting, and thanks, Don, for the impetus to talk about this, is that trucks and cars are different,
0: right? You and I have a car— Wow, that is insight right there, people. It's true. There are more (laughs) wheels, and they are larger, and it would not fit in my garage. Also, trucks carry cars. Cars don't
1: necessarily carry trucks. Unless you're a Tesla racing a— Yeah, exactly. And so— As an automobile driver, I may decide tomorrow that – or I may be required, oh, my God, I have a family member who's passed away. This is not true. In Arizona, I've got to go drive to Arizona. Uh But if you're a truck operator, you have to pull – certain amount of freight from the port of Los Angeles and deliver it to Riverside. Mm -hmm. And that is your route. If you are Tesla, you're going to take batteries and or Model 3 sleds from Sparks, Nevada to Fremont. That is your route. You're not going to just decide... On a whim, that you're going to drive to Portland.
0: I think you're missing the point, though, of like a logistics company, which, yes, I agree with you. Walmart, but basically I'm just going to say, let me finish know. my thought is I'm that sorry. they're going to
1: be able to take their trucks and they have determined routes that they're just going to send these trucks back and forth. So they may not even need a mega charger, they can just. Charge on site while the truck is being loaded or while the truck sits overnight. They're gonna charge it up in that way and they don't even need this. So the mega chargers, you don't need to prepare the country or the world for this like unscheduled charging that occurs with private vehicle ownership. So mega chargers can be placed in much more strategic places in the beginning, right? It's gonna take how many trucks are there? Two million heavy-duty 18-wheelers out there? maybe 3 million. You're the,
0: talking worldwide, not in the
1: states. But that's a lot of trucks. There's no way Tesla's going to build any fraction of that in no. the next couple of years or in the next 5 years. Right. And so the the whole concern and the whole ramp up, you know, the I don't know, I call it the fake news about Tesla's doomed because they can't do this. It's it's a non-starter.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're doomed. I just think if I'm a logistics company, I don't necessarily... Like, if I'm Walmart, I do know what my route is. If I'm right. UPS, I do know what my route is. If I'm... A regular freight company, I don't necessarily always know what my route is. I don't know if I, I know what some of my routes are. Sure. Like I have regular customers, right? Right. But there's always going to be the, oh my God, I need this from here to here. Yes. And that is the sort of thing that I think people fixate on when they're sort of panicking about what Tesla's doing. I agree with you. I think that Tesla's going to build these trucks at the beginning for very specific use case scenarios. But if I was a big logistics company, and a big logistics company was one of the purchasers, I would probably take a little pause. I put out a few there, but that's not that's not what's going to take to really disrupt trucking, right? To mm-hmm. really disrupt trucking and to really get all of the trucks off. Obviously, in California, we can put mega chargers up to five. That's not an issue, right? Mm-hmm. From the, this port to San Francisco and beyond, up the five. That's relatively simple, right? It's the it's the unknown because trucks have to go everywhere. Because things have to get delivered everywhere. Yeah, no, they deliver
1: food to McDonald's all over the world. Right. So and so I think this is part of this back and forth. So it turns out that companies like DHL and a couple of other large companies I put an article in we'll get to just momentarily, Mm -hmm. have been working with Tesla over the last year, much more broadly over the last three or four months to help develop what the truck needs to be from a truck company perspective. Right. And that is only going to continue. Yeah, That's going to continue to help develop the truck. Mm-hmm. The autonomy, I'm, I'm sorry to say, for those who drive trucks, is also going to continue to be developed. Yeah. I could just imagine these trucks circling the port of Los Angeles or the New Jersey port or any of the large ports, Oxnard, Oakland without anybody in it just moving
0: yeah. containers around. Yeah, we talked about that last week where I think that's the use that's the easiest use case for autonomy right. because while those are very busy areas some of the danger is in the fact that none of the trucks are really speaking to each other, right. communicating, but autonomy in the port system is like almost a no-brainer in yeah. a lot of ways because it's just truck ship sit you know like they're just moving cargo from the truck to a holding place until the other truck can come and grab it for the most part not always but for the most part um so all right let's get into it thank you don for that post yeah and thank you all patreons again for your support and thank you all listeners in this start to the holiday season and if you have
1: any interest in our podcast if you're Entertained by us, yeah. if you'd like to see us grow the podcast mm-hmm. or even just keep the podcast Here's going, go. please go to Patreon and check us out. Drop a buck a two, three, five, you name it, yeah, whatever. drop us some money, some cash on us every every month uh-huh We
0: would greatly appreciate it, and that would help to make this podcast uh that much better and if you can't uh give up the buck a month, then give us the review at the iTunes. Roger that. Or wherever you listen to your podcasting situations, That's right. and tell a friend. Why and not? How are we going along with uh, Crush Tom's car? That car's getting crushed. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that. Ah, uh, that car will be crushed. Maybe before the end of the year. I have to look into it now. It's good enough. That's what I'm gonna say. It's good enough. I don't. I don't want to sell it. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm already working on my outfit for that day. Ooh, yeah. That's cool uh, That's kind of scary I got my actually. worker gloves Ready did, to go I didn't even realize That there were outfits That you could wear For crushing cars Yeah I dug out my jeans thought. The
1: ones I use for painting Uh huh. You know they, they look really well worn
0: yeah. I got a work shirt mm-hmm.
1: I'm ready to crush Tom's you car You know it's not actually you That's crushing the car right No But I want to watch you Push the button To the <laughs> machine That goes <laughs>
0: There might be some sort of OSHA regulation against that kind of thing, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll just have to pay them off with the Patreon's money. Oh, there we go. So let's cash. get into it, Robert. This first article comes to us from electric. electric. In fact, it looks like the first two articles come from Electric. Indeed. But DHL, as you mentioned in the pre-post, uh, pre-part of this show, <laughs> has purchased 10 more electric trucks. Not 10 more, maybe 10, but... Ten more have been ordered from Tesla. Yeah. So this
1: brings the tally for the Tesla truck above 200 wow. ordered. That's pretty good. That's very
0: good. For a very expensive vehicle.
1: Everybody is saying this is so we have DHL is in this story. There's also Walmart, Loblaws, which if you're in Canada, you know who they are. Rider. J.B. Hunt, which I see all the time when I'm driving out on the highways in California.
0: And they're an example of that. We're not 100 percent sure where we're going to be all the time, as is DHL probably in some respects.
1: And so they've said we're ordering these trucks to put them on established routes, This is a conglomeration of what I've heard. Established routes, we're going to trial the truck, we're going to push the truck's limits. So these are all sort of R&D purchases. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, uh, Tesla is going to keep all of the trucks that first come out for themselves. And that's the second article we have here, because Jerome Gillen... I'm mispronouncing his name. I apologize, I I think. He's the Tesla Semi Program Lead. And he just spoke in the Netherlands. This was just a few days ago at the Conference of Transport and Logistics. And it's a YouTube that you can actually watch. It was recorded by a Tesla fan. And we'll include the YouTube in the show notes. He spoke about what their plans were and opened up with a lot more details, such as the first set of trucks are going to be Tesla's shocker yes and this is this follows the same mantra as uh-huh. model 3. Yeah. The first trucks that are out, you're going to hold them close to the vest. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your own people or people very close to you running them so that you have a very closed and quick return loop for feedback and repair mm-hmm. and or modification and then they're going to be rolling out to the other truck manufacturers. I'm not sure when they're going to get theirs. You know, the founders trucks, the ones that are the most expensive will go to the people who order for the most money, and they'll get them first. I'm not sure how the truck companies compete amongst themselves for, quote, founders versus, like, Roadster fans who want the founder Roadster. But I imagine that it's a cachet to have a Tesla truck in your lineup, and you can use it in your advertisement, even though uh, Tesla doesn't do any or much formal advertising companies like Walmart I'm sure will brandish their Tesla truck on some of their
0: promotional material. And interestingly enough, the Tesla Gigafactory is approximately 258 miles from the Fremont factory.
1: Interesting. And then they have hmm. to go over some mountains, which will suck some of that power down. Right,
0: but then they'll get it back potentially with the regenerative braking on the way down those mountains if they what we get a we've,
1: good percentage of it, yeah.
0: If with what we've heard is true that it's pretty Robust.
1: So a 300 or 500 uh, mile range battery will work just fine for Tesla.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. So that tells me that it is technically powered by Model 3, (laughs) which (laughs) is what we've been talking about for
1: two years. Yeah. That would be interesting if they could suck off the Model 3. Uh, battery packs, but I don't know that they'd want to do that. No, I don't think they have to, right? It's it's probably a different configuration of battery and power electronics between a semi and a passenger car. They have different needs, like the torque requirements are very different between a semi going up a mountain versus a car.
0: No, but what I meant was it's like basically the Model 3 power pack, the Model 3 motor, is what's going to be powering the Tesla Semi truck.
1: Roger that. He talked about the aerodynamic quality of the Tesla Semi, that they wanted to make it essentially like a bullet train. And as Elon revealed, it had a better coefficient of drag than a Bugatti Chiron. And that's
0: no drag, man.
1: No, man. And you can get like how many semis for a Bugatti Chiron,
0: like almost 10. Yeah, but that's I'm not kind of crazy. Uh, i probably not in the market for either one of them, though, yeah. Robert. So it's sort of like... You could buy seven watches at Tiffany. That's, or true. you could buy one watch at Cartier. I'm not buying right. either. Or you could buy like about 10,000
1: Apple watches, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fine for me. So I put up a YouTube of the various, it's not a great YouTube because I was, I already had a tequila and I'd already driven in the model, in the roadster. So I was mm-hmm. like disequilibrated. <laughs> but I took a video along the line Tesla had set up at the, semi reveal they, they had like a, a low wall that separated the common folk like us and the tesla trucking folk yeah i couldn't get past the barriers i wanted to get in that truck but they had a setup of all of these sort of styrofoam like it's harder than styrofoam but like plasticky type of models models i took a video and posted it to our you to our uh twitter yeah, so did i well, I didn't see your video, but I got mine on there, and it's why on my would you, YouTube. Why would
0: you bother to to look at our I Twitter account, Robert? I well, I just no. I got a, actually that one got a lot of uh, likes and retweets because people were interested in all of the different iterations of design that they had gone through in the production of the big things. But yeah, that was very very cool. So, Jerome also talked about the fact that the truck has not yet been
1: adapted to the European trucking regulations, mm-hmm. which, again, Tesla uh, designs and or modifies in process. And that's just the way a startup or a uh, Silicon Valley company works. Yeah, That they had even better operational advantages in Europe because diesel costs more. Right. That Tesla is planning to offer destination chargers for all of their trucks, not giga or mega chargers but destination chargers so similar to tesla when you go to a hotel you don't always have a supercharger you may just have the destination charger Mm -hmm. so it charges at a fraction maybe a tenth to a fifth of the rate of a supercharger same goes for the tesla truck chargers he said that the they're using the same autopilot hardware that are on the cars that they have a camera set up for 360 degree view around the trucks, which eliminates all the blind spots. And you know, they have those two large monitors inside the cab, which gives the driver quite a lot of probably ease of use with spatial, uh, like the left monitor will show you all the way around the left side and back of the truck. And then you sweep around through the Windscreen And to the right, you have the second monitor. I, I see that this could be very intuitive to drive. And, uh, and there were also hints in there about how they're pulling, as we would expect, from the other vehicle programs and from SpaceX as far as engineering and technology go.
0: I wonder if they'll also be using these to transport rockets from uh, Hawthorne to the launch pads.
1: Yeah, or engines or
0: any other material. Yeah, all of that stuff.
1: I mean, right? how many trucks a day... Does Tesla employ?
0: I'm going to go with more than four. Yeah. I don't know the actual number. I would say probably enough for them to have created a semi program. I would say probably 200 plus. 200 plus. Yeah. I'm just guessing, though.
1: Well, I've been at uh, Fremont and Mm -hmm. seen uh, like 70 auto transport trucks lined up.
0: Right. So let's think about just Tesla's usage, right? So auto transport. There's logistics for the from the ports to get all of any parts that they're not making in-house, potentially from third-party. Maybe they're not coming from the ports, but any pickups and deliveries from any of their third-party vendors, people mm-hmm. who make the seats, the wiring harnesses, whatever they're not making in-house is. Right. Uh, any logistic stuff they have to send to either of the launch pads in either Texas coming up or... Uh, Vandenberg and or Florida as well. Right. So you have th- those three uses. All of the trucks going back and forth from Gigafactory to Fremont. Fremont. Right. So that's a lot of of uses just for Tesla. So there could be a pretty sizable savings, and easy enough for Tesla to put a mega charger in all of those locations, right? right? All their own. Spots. There's also
1: Gigafactory two up in Buffalo.
0: Right, Gigafactory yeah. two in Buffalo, and all the logistics that will support that Gigafactory as well, right. which is probably I don't know, bringing sand in to make glass,
1: and maybe we would see a string of mega chargers, yeah, another charger along I seventy, yeah. so that they can bring Tesla roof tiles from east to west. Right. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to giving a mega charger report. I wonder when my first mega charger <laughs> report
0: will be. Right. So Tesla alone. Could be building two hundred just for themselves, right? Potentially, yeah. In the long run, or or even more, possibly. So, so that's interesting, very exciting, and getting that program a little bit subsidized by other folks. So, you know, give Tesla a chance. We have seen people freak out and panic about decisions that Tesla's make. This one seems to be pretty darn smart. Well, just it, it will time will tell what the infrastructure costs are. People are freaking out a little bit because Tesla is a little cash strapped. Let's call it that. Right. Well, they
1: certainly don't fit the paradigm of a manufacturing company. This whole CapEx cash burn. Yeah. This whole situation continues to dog them. Yeah. And I think maybe we should take a quarterly check of the weather here at Talking Tesla. Yeah. Do you do you feel and I think about the people who are shorting Tesla, the shorts and the mm-hmm. people who come out with the news that are rather negative. Do you think it's a good idea or not such a good idea to bet against Elon? I don't think it's such a
0: great idea. No. It's sort of like if you would have been shorting Amazon this whole time from the beginning, even though Amazon was basically doing the same thing, right? Yes. They had revenue. Yes. Not amazing revenue, but they just they never showed profit until recently. Yes. And their stock has reflected yeah. And this. now you have 238 cities clamoring to give them billions of dollars in oh tax God. incentives to build their second headquarters. Like so they're just, doing something right.
1: They're actually taking the taxes, the tax collections that would fund their police, their pensions, their schools, their public health, and giving it to Amazon. I, 50,000
0: I, jobs. I, I really feel uncomfortable with this. 50,000 jobs. billion in payroll. One of the offers is to take
1: the taxes collected from the employees who work at Amazon and allow Amazon to determine how that money is spent. Yeah, but Amazon will do the right thing. I hope so, but I feel bad for the people who live on the other end of town, because their roads are going to go to poop, while the roads around Amazon, where their trucks
0: are, are going to be pristine. But this is not talking Amazon, so let's talk about the (laughs) L.A. Auto (laughs) Show next. Have you gone yet? No, this is an article from Gene at the Teslarate.
1: Yes, I got excited. In fact, I got us some free tickets for the LA on So shuttle. how
0: Okay, let me ask you this question. The first question you asked me is have you gone yet? My yes. answer was no. Good, cuz we got free tickets. Question, the second comment was I've got free tickets, but you didn't bother to say when when are we going? We need to make a taint. Okay. All right. Is it how long how much longer does it last?
1: I believe it's uh it just started December 1st Friday, and I think it's 2 weeks long. So we have to go soon. We do have to go soon. And so I own a plug-in Prius. I'm still a Toyota owner. It's mm-hmm. not being driven, not using any gas, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But because of because if you want a Toyota, mm-hmm. they were offering you two tickets. Oh. So I sent two tickets to the Talking Tesla show, and I got two mm-hmm. tickets because I figured that maybe three or four of us want to go.
0: I own some Toyota. Yeah. Well, if you want more tickets. No, that's good. I'll, I'll we'll five. go. We should go. It'll be fun.
1: We should go. But I caught this article by Gene. And I was very excited that Tesla has actually shown up, but, but oddly enough, at the Los Angeles Auto Show, but not to show off their cars. Well, not to show off the Roadster or the semi, just
0: not to show off their cars, really, in general. That's sort of set, they're there, well, but they're it's there. kind of
1: secondary. Well, I mean, I think this is a kind of a slanted article <laughs> not fake news, but it is a slanted article. It's not slanted. I mean, it's, it's, what does Tesla Roddy want to know that's new? That is going to get revealed to the public at the L.A. Auto Show about the Model 3, the Model S, and the Model X. Not a whole lot. Nada. The most important thing we'd want to know is how many people are drooling all over these cars who right. would normally be looking at a Mercedes, a Toyota, a Honda, a be- Beamer, whatever. Beamer, That's yeah. That's what I want to see yeah. at the L.A. Auto Show. Yeah. So I would actually like to go when it's really busy yeah. and just sit back and watch. So Saturday. Okay. The last Saturday. uh We'll talk. Yeah. And so Tesla has not just brought cars. That's the cool thing about this article. No, not just cars. They brought a house. What? A house? Why a house, Robert? What does Tesla have to do with homes? They have a house with a roof that is solar. What? And battery packs on the side of the house.
0: But it's inside, so the sun's not on the roof in the the inside situation. Yeah, but evidently they
1: have the whole display powered by Tesla Power Products. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're, you know, offsetting with solar power from (laughs) my house.
0: They put a charger truck out in the parking lot and they're running wrong cable.
1: But they're there with photovoltaics, a power wall, and it's designed to educate the attendees of the auto show on how to generate, store, and use renewable energy for their home and obviously for their Model S, X, or 3.
0: That is Amazing. So are they showing the solar roof? I couldn't tell from the photos, Is or is it the Tesla solar panels? I'm not sure which. I believe okay. it's roof, but I'm not sure which. Yeah, they're trying to basically educate the attendees on what it could take for you to produce enough energy to run your house yeah. and run your car. Right. And that's pretty cool because it's a different way to sell a car. True. Right. It's just a different mindset. It's
1: almost like Apple, where you go in, you buy a phone, but then you end up with a watch, AirPods, mm-hmm. a laptop, a backup, and, you know, uh router.
0: It's like they suck you in. Right. Like a black hole. Right. And they're always thinking a little bit outside the box. Right. That's what Tesla does. They're like, okay, auto show, let's bring a house. Yes. Right. Like they're not, what? they're not, let's bring the Roadster, what? let's bring the semi. They're like, let's bring a house. I mean, if I okay. was planning this. Mm-hmm. I would want to see the Model
1: X that's been retrofitted to come out and service cars. I would love to see that. I would want them to give
0: test drives in the semi. I would love to see I that. would love to, to just go all over that roadster again. Yeah, another... They could be getting $5,000 deposits all day long from people who may or may not be following through on their purchase, but we'll get to that. But they already probably said... Oh my God,
1: (laughs) we've already taken so many orders for the Roadster, we'll never be able to build them by 2020.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But they're educating the gearheads that are at the auto show looking for the latest and greatest hypercars. But one thing I noticed, or shall I say, one thing I haven't noticed was a lot of press coming out of the auto show about EVs, other EVs, exciting sort of things like that, right? It seems that there's a dearth Yes, of that sort of thing coming out of the auto show. Now, my friends have been going to the auto show and sending me pictures of the latest Toyota four wheel drive right. and a Star Wars Nissan Frontier. That's pretty awesome. I have a photo of that. I'll show you. Yeah. So all these sort of modification trucks that right. these car companies do, but not a whole lot of the EV stuff. Well, they out they've of there. been promoting and
1: uh, like showing off a lot that they have plugs on their cars. But they have plugs and gasoline-powered engines.
0: So they're making these plug-in hybrids, lots of them. I can't complain about that because uh, my Volt's getting over 250 miles a gallon right now. That in and of itself is game-changery. It's not completely changing the game because there's still gas has to be produced, and I get all that aspect. But in that particular situation, that's better than the 35s that she could be getting if it was no electrical sure. at all.
1: And I agree. We need everything. We need all cylinders firing, if you will, <laughs> on this one. on this speed race to getting off of fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And I realize that a lot of people just have range anxiety. In fact, people in this room or in this studio complex have range
0: anxiety
1: (laughs) i'm looking through the windows and there he is with his thumbs up Mel. and uh so people have range anxiety and this is one way to do it look you have no range anxiety Uh as long as you're willing to stop at gas stations and yes i've talked to a bunch of people who have plug-in hybrids and they say well on my work route i don't even need to put in gas i one of the docs i work with he makes the drive To the hospital we work at Plugs it in Goes back home Plugs it in He says he's getting Over a thousand miles per gallon Yeah amazing So great We're just buying less gasoline And that is Mm -hmm. awesome It helps the people Who work at the refineries To have time To find another job
0: And I think it's just An easier sell At this moment For car companies Because That infrastructure Is in place Right That is Basically the removal Of range anxiety Although, in some of these cars, it's a terrible option. Like, we've spoken about the BMW i3. Right. It's not really a thing that (laughs) changes the range anxiety. Uh, Yes, your car will still move, but it will not move very quickly. Right. And and you will not enjoy it, right? So,
1: By the way, we didn't talk about this in the last week or two, but BMW has recalled all the i3s.
0: So, just like some of them? All of them. Like a few that just are in this area.
1: In the United States, every single i3 must come back to BMW. All of them. Unbelievably so. For what reason, Robert? Well, it turns out that there is a state, Mm -hmm. not a state of mind, but a state here (laughs) in the United States (laughs) Uh that is the live free or die state.
0: Mm, Live free or die state.
1: New Hampshire. New Hampshire, exactly. And in New Hampshire, if you are over 18 years old, you do not need to wear your seatbelt.
0: Screw it, man. I don't need my seatbelt.
1: That's right. They have a lot of organ donors in New Hampshire because <laughs> they have no helmet laws for motorcycles. Live for
0: your diet or.
1: Or just die. That's why there's a lot of people in Massachusetts and New York with kidneys and other organs <laughs> because they're being provided by New Hampshire. New Hampshire's like a harvest zone. That's
0: terrible. It's terrible. I think terrible. And How do the lawmakers in New Hampshire not see data like that? And go, you know what? Why are all of our people dying? Politicians
1: and data. Let me think about that for a minute. <laughs> okay. There Moving is a, on. There is a podcast about that, I believe. <laughs> Maybe 50 or 500. <laughs> and so in New Hampshire, if you are a, a – what they call – I think it's a fifth percentile woman. Oh. Like 5'2 or under. Right. And you're sitting in or your – Or a man. I, well, I don't know why they said specifically women. Anybody I think if you're five, a man – And you're that short. You're beyond the fifth percentile. So in other words, it's about numbers.
0: I thought it was a height thing under 5'2". Anybody under 5'2". Okay. Let's call it that. I I can't speak. Sorry. I know what I read in the press. It was women five,
1: two and under who don't wear their Mm seatbelts and get into a head on collision can suffer a very serious injury of the neck, which basically means a C-spine fracture, which can paralyze or kill you. Mm -hmm. And so because of this, they have to modify the cars. That the steering wheel position or something about the, pa- the passenger steering wheel interaction mm-hmm. needs to be modified. Hmm. And so, evidently, BMW is going to do these modifications. But for me, it was comforting to know that even though they're recalling your car, mm-hmm. if you have an i3, I know many listeners who do oh, have many, i3s, many, yeah. uh, just wear your seatbelt, Yeah. period. There's no problem wear your seatbelt and if your car happens to be what? sold to a very short woman in New Hampshire <laughs> please please make sure she wears her seatbelt too <laughs> but we digress <laughs> i you mentioned gearheads at the auto show gearhead and i yeah. wanted to segue not on a segue, but I wanted a segue, uh-huh. and I wanted to show you what I got. Now, oh. we're in the Talking Tesla studios right now, yeah. and obviously people are not going to see this unless they go on my Twitter account, because I am going to tweet this photograph.
0: They could go on the Talking Tesla Twitter account oh, okay. as well, because well, I, I have control of that.
1: Excellent. Well, so what I'm showing Tom is a sign that I
0: won uh-huh. at
1: the... Tesla Club Los Angeles.
0: Was it the drive event? LA event week month? Uh, no, Tesla that's Club in event? September. We'll oh, talk about different. that. This was the Motors for Toys. Motor
1: for Toys. Yeah, this guy Dustin gets some. Uh, I don't know, four thousand cars, five thousand car enthusiasts together in Woodland Hills. They all come out six o'clock, six thirty in the morning, and everybody parks their cars. There's there were so many cars. The stench. I was choking at one point because of the smell. But it's for a good cause, It's for a very good cause. Everybody brings toys. They show off their cars. And the Tesla Club was there with like a dozen cars. That's pretty good. And I won. Any Model 3s? No Model 3s. Mm. Everybody was so disappointed. But alas... Those of us who have the opportunity to buy a Model 3 will not be receiving one until maybe the 20th around or 24th of December. That's the nearest date for delivery that I have seen. Mm -hmm. That's Dennis down in Orange County. (laughs) Looks like he's going to be scoring his Model 3. And so, lots of people interested. I handed out lots of Talking Tesla cards and people interested in buying they got in the cars they got to touch the cars mm-hmm. and a couple of the ex-owners put their cars through that you know the x symphony where it plays a bunch of music and the doors jump up and down and the mirrors open and in and the lights flash it's wow. really That's really a lot fun of yeah. afterwards we went to lunch and we had a gift exchange and i won this gift and that tom just took a photograph of yeah. a sign i can put on my driveway that says tesla parking only all other vehicles will be towed away. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to hang that in
0: front of your home?
1: I've been thinking about that.
0: You're not. That means you're not.
1: Or I'll. Or but I'll it's cool. Put it in front of the. We should hang mushroom it in the studios. studios. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Be fun.
1: So lots of fun. Uh, wish more of you came out. The club calendar is being published oh. in the next week. Nice. I have it here so you can see events going on between now and the end of 2018. Wow. We have an event a month. Some months we have two events. Nice. And uh, they include all kinds of fun things. The first one I'm just going to announce now will be a semi-annual club meeting and a mixer in Agura Hills at the new Tesla facility there. That's going to be January 18th in the evening. A Thursday. So come on out. Join the club if you're in the tri-county area. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing. As long as you have a Tesla and you come to our events with your Tesla, you're in the
0: club. You're a Tesla. You're, you have to be a Tesla owner. That's, yes. the, that's the only downside. That's true.
1: It is a downside, but it is, after all, a Tesla
0: club. And we go on drives, and it would be difficult to keep up in your accord. And if you want to be a Tesla owner, then you should use the referral code LANEY9300 on even days.
1: Or whenever. Or Robert3177 (laughs) on the odd days. And, Tom, how close
0: are you to a roadster? I am not close to a roadster, but I would like to send a thank you and a shout-out to all of the people who have referred so, over the last week, I I hit the Powerwall referral number, Woo-hoo! which was pretty exciting. So, one day, I hit the Powerwall referral, and I was excited, and I told everybody, and I was excited, and then that per- one person canceled, oh. and then I was back below it, and I thought, well, I had my opportunity. It was exciting while it lasted, and then the very next day, another person bought a Tesla, so I'm back up to Powerwall, so that's pretty awesome. exciting, and one more will mean that we do not have to rely on the kindness of strangers to get us into the next unveiling. We love the strangers. We love them, and desperately. We'll
1: definitely still take your invitations. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just sell ours.
0: No, I, that's a joke. <laughs> to a
1: Patreon. You're not allowed to. <laughs> so, Tesla yeah. donating, mm-hmm. raising charity funds. Mm-hmm. Did you ever expect that? Yeah. It's interesting because this gives me a really nice, warm feeling, not only... Is Tesla doing good for people impacted by disasters? A bunch of do-gooders. Such as in Puerto Rico, Houston, all along the Gulf Coast. But this tells me that Tesla has enough staff and enough headspace, if you will, to put their people together to do other things than just pump out Model 3s. Yeah. So this is the impact Tesla tote bag. And this is something new that came up on the Tesla swag website. It's a very nice black tote bag. It has a new symbol, which I'm still trying to figure out what is the sort of the thinking behind it. It's It's got the Tesla symbol on the inside and around it is this series of partial arcs and lines in colors like red and white. And there's a black background that is maybe that's what a disaster is like. It's all this disconnected lines. And Tesla's coming in with money, with power walls, power packs, solar panels to try and put it all back together again.
0: Right. So they're selling a tote bag for 25 bucks. All the proceeds going to recent disaster sufferers. And it's at shop.tesla.com. Go check it out. $25. You can put your groceries in it if you're in one of those states that doesn't allow you to uh, buy bags or Or even allows you to buy bags, but you like to bring your own bags to the grocery store. Or you could use it for picnics, going to the beach. It's a tote bag. You could tote things in it, Robert.
1: And this could be something really good if you are also collecting referral people. You have one of these slung over your shoulder while Mm -hmm. you're at the grocery store Mm. with your groceries and you're walking out and somebody says, oh, do you have a Tesla? What's your referral code? Is it 9300 by any chance? Exactly. (laughs) You could be right off to the races and either say, uh, well, today is, you know. The fourth, it's an even day. I'm going to give you Tom's code. Or you could say, oh, it's the odd day. I'm going to give you Robert's mm. code. Or you could use your own code. Yeah, right? whatever. And so there's a quick story I threw in here. Mm-hmm. The E Pre is back. E Pre. E Pre. Not Grand Prix. No. Grand Prix. E Pre. Electric Grand mm-hmm. Prix Racing. I went to the first one when it was here in Long Beach. It was like two or th- two years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was a- actually two. Three years ago The first I went to the first one And then a second one And Mm -hmm. then they just Didn't do it Yeah in long beach but they are still continuing to push forward that's a good thing because again this is for the gearheads the race fans the Mm -hmm. people who want to see high-speed crashes now they can see it but without all the spillage of oil and gasoline (laughs) and flames that you would expect nobody really wants to see anybody barbecue no no, and so it's really good to see the hong kong was the first of the e-pre races to have Taken place in this season, and a fellow named Sam Bird
0: flew to victory. <laughs> you totally. That wasn't funny. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> the next article is from Robert, and it's really just a photo of an article that we spoke about in regards to Uber purchasing or making an order for twenty four thousand. How many? 24,000 autonomous Volvos Now I believe these are the uh, Plug-in XC90s Right Which my guess is Volvo was very happy to get rid of (laughs) in any way, shape, or form.
1: (laughs) This was from the Washington Post. It didn't give us a lot of the details. But Mm -hmm. this order accounts for Mm 4.5% of Volvo's sales, which is quite a large amount.
0: So these are autonomous, but they're not e-autonomous.
1: Right. They're not an electric autonomous vehicle, but they will be level 5 and they will be driving people around, and I am looking forward to this. uh, I don't know. On the other hand, I'm also a bit disappointed, Mm -hmm. and it will be up to me if Mm -hmm. I want to drive in an Uber that is fully autonomous or not. I actually don't use Uber. I use Lyft. That was after, you know, protests by the young folks associated with my son who drove me towards the more conscious decision. But all through New York, I used Lyft. I met a lot of great Lyft drivers. Yeah, they're cool. Some... Uh, who spoke no English whatsoever and didn't know how to drive in this country, <laughs> but the majority were very nice. In fact, one that's terrible was a medical no student. Well, I just one guy. Uh-huh. He was taking us to the. Uh, west side of manhattan to go down the the river drive mm-hmm. and he went around a circle twice then he got on the wrong ramp then he almost got on the freeway the wrong way oh that would have this been very is dangerous. seriously
0: bad yeah yeah that's not good
1: yeah i i was doing everything i could to help calm other folks in the car so
0: probably not quite a five-star review
1: Not on that one. No, (laughs) sir. But I met this wonderful young uh, medical student Uh who was just driving. He was taking a break from medical school. We had a long talk. He said he was interested in emergency medicine. Of course he was. It was wonderful. You're a
0: very dynamic speaker.
1: Well, you know. I would have missed that because I wouldn't have had that conversation in an autonomous car. That's right.
0: And that kid may be the kid that changes someone's life or saves the life of someone you love further on down the line. So that stuff's cool. Of course, the autonomous car might, you know, mistake me and say, Dave, we have a
1: problem.
0: (laughs) And so. So that's pretty cool. So I don't know if you knew this, if I knew this, if anybody knew this over there, maybe Herbert knows this, but Tesla flip the switch. See, they built the battery on time. Yes. And now they turned it on in that South Australian utility scale awesomeness that is Maso Power Packo.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I am I have to take a breath. Uh-oh, he took a breath, folks. And I have to feel like, oh, we work so hard mm-hmm. to bring education to the Talking Tesla Nation, which mm-hmm. I'm, I feel confident the Talking Tesla Nation gets it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get Far enough outside of our sphere of influence sphere. because the press continues to report the yeah. largest battery mm-hmm. as if there's a—they they went from an <laughs> 18650 cell to a 2170 cell mm-hmm. to a 2 billion, 400 billion trillion cell. Like, as if there's a battery mm-hmm. the size of a warehouse— Sitting on the ground, but it's working with two like wires a single to battery. But still, I just people are like, "Wow, there are. how?" I've been asked, "How big is that battery in Australia?" Right. But I said, "Well, the battery isn't one. It a is a bunch a. of little
0: batteries yeah. that are are
1: bigger than a double A, but still, yeah. Why? Why
0: the misinformation? I don't. I don't think." Do you honestly believe people are confused by that? Yes, I think, but it's it's a battery system. It's working as a You're battery. You're thinking like
1: scientifically. <laughs> they are not. They
0: are imagining
1: All some right. enormous right. AA batteries sitting like,
0: like a giant car battery with two big terminals exactly. on top of it. That two gigantic alligator How do you clips lift are. That attached battery to? <laughs>
1: and, and drop it into the little holder. How do you do that?
0: And then you have to put those little bars to hold it down. Exactly. Right? Like you have to build a roof over it. And once a month, someone has to go buy with a gigantic wire brush and scrape off the terminal. Oh, terminals. my
1: God.
0: <laughs> is that what, is that what we're hearing?
1: just incredible. But the cool uh. thing about Hornsdale, Australia, mm-hmm. is that Elon bet, not many CEOs bet, Elon. I'm going to put in this, you know, ginormous battery, and I'm going to do it in 100 days, or it's free. Or it's free. And so when they flipped the switch, mm-hmm. it had been uh, 60 days. 60 days. Pretty good. The only problem with that, mm-hmm. he should have waited till 94. No. Because, I know, but, you know, the next time he makes a promise, yeah. they're going to say, 100 days? Do it in 50.
0: And then somebody, JB, will be standing next to Elon and be like this, little elbow right to the gut. <laughs> like, shut up, Elon. Don't do this anymore. So now South Australia gets
1: more than 40 percent, or will be able to, mm-hmm. get more than 40 percent of his electricity from wind energy. Pretty they impressive. capture it all. Right. And so... Again, I caught an, a related article where it says South Australia is doomed. It's doomed. Because if the wind doesn't blow, they'll get no
0: electricity. It's doomed. Oh, my God. It's not actually doomed because they have this battery pack now and also still tied to the regular grid. Yeah. Duh. All of the things. So this is just helping them out. Attached to the wind, sometimes the wind doesn't blow, then the battery can kick in. If the battery, the wind doesn't blow. And the batteries kicked in, and now the battery's empty, Robert. What will happen? Will South Australia shut down and go into blackout? No, Robert, that's not how it's going to work. The grid yeah. will help out. It's, just, it's part of a system. It's a continuum of power. True
1: that. Well, what's cool at the end of this article, the chairman of the U.S. Energy Storage mm-hmm. Association mm-hmm. said, quote, we think Hornsdale is really going to accelerate the uptake <laughs> of energy storage in Australia.
0: Wow, well, that's insightful. Yeah. Well,
1: it's doing that. But a lot of uh, the rest of Australia needs more of this because they're just
0: burning the coal. Duh, is what I have to say to that context. But anyways, but what I really want to know about this. All right. So I have a smartphone app that I can see how my solar is doing at home. I have a smartphone app that can tell me if my Tesla is charging. Does this Hornsdale battery system have an app? Can the guy be sitting in his house like uh turning it on and off the app he's like uh let's turn off everyone's lights, let's turn on everyone's lights. That would be super fun if there was a single app that controlled the whole thing and he could see input-output, I bet you there is.
1: Uh, It may require a slightly larger screen than (laughs) the one on a cell phone. So like an
0: iPhone X, maybe?
1: Or maybe like uh, a a computer. An 8 Plus? A a MacBook Pro (laughs) or a Power Mac with a bunch of screens. But I'm sure that it's all electronically controlled. What I think Uh they should do is they should... Uh, this is Tesla Energy mm. should give us an app so we can watch the production storage and usage at all of the Tesla installations mm. that would be sweet Supercharger update Robert Supercharger update it was a long list this week banner week good week we have 10 new open superchargers and for uh, this week China sits at the top of the list Oh good job China China got three US got three then Canada korea taiwan and spain and here's a few interesting bits taiwan is not a very large island literally you could drive from the top to the bottom in three hours Mm -hmm. they have five superchargers on the island seems like too many well, I think a lot of it is probably that sort of metro charging situation
0: in the big cities. But is it metro charging or is it supercharging? charging? So then is this a metro charger update in no. Taiwan? No, this is a supercharger. charger. Well, then, then what are you saying, Robert? You're the, saying one thing and then you're
1: saying another thing and it's very people, confusing. People are using the... St- superchargers mm-hmm. because they don't have a charging capacity in their home mm-hmm. so they're just dropping by like it's a gas station. i wonder if
0: most people in taiwan have to live in apartment buildings which makes it difficult for them to get an outlet yes probably has something to do with yeah
1: it. i spent a month on taiwan it's a beautiful island yeah. once you get outside of taipei yeah but what's concerning is that there's a amazing drive on the east side of the island. There's like a a line of mountains that run down sort of the right third of the island. Mm -hmm. And on that easternmost coast, it's just gorgeous. And it's very underdeveloped. In fact, there's a town that's just south of Taipei, but it was where the Japanese occupation forces stayed in Taiwan. And the architecture has not changed, and there are these like neighborhoods. No, there aren't Japanese people living there now, mm-hmm. but it's considered sort of a slum area. But I stayed there in like a guest house in this unbelievably traditional Japanese home that is more or less preserved. Yeah, and uh, and there are no superchargers in that part of the island.
0: So maybe there are now. No. Still, I looked no. at the map. Now, no. oh, all okay.
1: the superchargers are in the very more populated western side of the island. But it's a beautiful island to visit. I That's highly cool. recommend it. And another supercharger uh, information, <laughs> interesting information from Korea. So I, I also spent a month in Korea. Of course, you did. Traveled the entire region. And the Korea supercharger that was opened was, I think, the closest supercharger to the demilitarized zone. It's on the eastern side of the peninsula, and it's right near a beautiful mountain called Cheju-do, which I climbed. Mm -hmm. And this is just like hats off to the people of Korea. When I was there, uh, again, my goal was to see the country, and I I did some hiking, and I hiked to the top of Cheju-do. I'm sorry, it's not Cheju-do. I I misspeak. It's called sorak Soraxon Mountain. I'm going up this mountain. There are like literally chains linked up to hold on to as you're going over these precipices and such. And I'm out of breath and I'm going up and I get like a third of the way from the top Mm -hmm. and I'm breathing heavily and up from behind me passes me this grandmother. She probably was 74 years old Mm -hmm. with her whole family. Whole families go to -hmm. climb to the top of the mountain because it's a very uh, considered like a holy site. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just impressed with how many old people were climbing this mountain, and uh, I was people. like a fit twenty-nine-year-old.
0: That's yeah, a different, uh, you know, it's a different society, my friend.
1: It is. It was wonderful. I had a great time. And so, construction: eight superchargers in construction, two in Canada, two in the Netherlands, Australia, UK, one in the U.S. and Norway, and three permits have been pulled two in the United States, and one in the Netherlands. So we have a nice week, a good number of superchargers, and it's really spread all over.
0: Yes, it is indeed. And then, so we want to crush my car. You yes. want to send my car into space, which seemed absolutely ridiculous. It seemed like when you said it that we had to sort of put you out of your misery because you were maybe losing it a little bit. But then... Maybe from Electric, Elon comes out and says he's launching his roadster into space, the roadster you. Put $5,000 on? No, it's it's actually his first roadster. Oh, his original roadster. His original red roadster. So he's just over it? You think he did the battery upgrade and he's like, I don't know. I'm kind of over this roadster.
1: I have a feeling maybe they tried the battery upgrade before Mm -hmm. they were doing the battery (laughs) upgrade and his roadster doesn't drive anymore. So he thought, what the hell? Take the battery out and let's fly it up. And he wanted to put it into Mars orbit? Yeah, he was going to... Well, the Falcon Heavy has an enormous amount of thrust. Big, big, big Right. Engines. So if you're just taking up, you know, a car worth a few thousand pounds, not like 70 or 80,000 pounds, yeah. you could send it up into orbit and beyond. And beyond. Yeah. Into another orbit. I was wondering, you know, does this bring up issues of pollution? So. If, for example, on the highways of the United of California, if you throw, you know, trash out the window of your car, uh-huh. it's a pretty big fine. Yeah. That's like five hundred or a thousand dollars. Good luck getting caught. True. <laughs> but now with people with cell phones and video and dash yeah. cams. Yeah. yeah, that's not
0: still not happening.
1: So what if you take trash and you dump it on Mars? I mean, who's going to write you a ticket, bro? Maybe the United Nations? I don't believe they have control over Mars at the moment. There is an international space treaty... And there's an actual division of law, lawyers, mm-hmm. who specialize in space law. Hey, man, I'm a space lawyer, bro. And I've watched a lecture by one of them <laughs> who talked about what are the legalities uh-huh. around mining asteroids. Because this is going to be a big, right. with autonomy mm-hmm. and the cheaper access to space, this is going to be a big thing. How, where are you going to get your cobalt right. and your all your other, you know, important metals and minerals? Mm-hmm. Well, asteroids have a ton of it. And yeah. there's no worry, or at least not at present, that you're going to pollute the environment or you're going to deface. They just want to go up and encapsulate these asteroids and, you know, digest them, basically, and bring back ingots mm-hmm. of whatever we need. So they
0: accidentally break one in half and send it down into Earth and true. kill us all.
1: Well, so again, who's responsible?
0: Do you how- think it matters who's responsible if something like that <laughs> happens, Robert? It does that, to me.
1: That's going to be like a $10 trillion oopsie. So now that we digressed, only slight... Oh, only slight. We've right only here. gone out of orbit. <laughs> but Elon, turns out
0: that's not him. Elon's not going to launch his, gonna his Roadster. Or is it? It's hard to know with him because then he'll be like, well, maybe that's a pretty good idea. And then, but the really ironic thing would be, let's say this happens. Elon does do this. He puts his Roadster into Mars orbit. Uh-huh. And then in 25 years... There's a 10,000 people living on Mars in Tesla homes mm-hmm. of the future that they debuted at the auto show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, boom, Roadster hits one of them. Ooh. Because it falls out of orbit. Or it
1: pressurizes an entire
0: region. Remember Skylab is falling? Mm -hmm. Roadster is falling?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there isn't an atmosphere to burn things up on Mars.
0: Right, it's just going to drop and go on down. I
1: expect it's probably just going to be a crash site if it happened. (laughs) But I'm curious, like, why don't they throw some stuff on the Falcon Mm -hmm. with a, not a parachute, I guess, but some kind of retro lander and send some payload to Mars? I don't know. You know, like know some freeze-dried stuff that'll stay there and it'll be okay to eat mm-hmm. in 10 years.
0: Delicious. So this show, some people think this show's pretty boring. But this next article is actually boring. It's true. And
1: I threw this in because I know you and Chicago
0: have big a fan. connexion. Oh, big
1: fan. Connexion. And so to get from the city of Chicago mm-hmm. to the airport of o'hare which is the large airport
0: very big yeah
1: yeah it's a long distance Mm -hmm. and it can take a long time take the blue line yeah but it still takes over 40 minutes does
0: if you're in the loop for sure it does
1: yeah so the title of this article is elon musk wants to build a new citywide transportation system that will cut travel time in half and this is from uh universalscience.com and uh I thought this was really exciting. This is a continuation of The Boring Company. The reason I fell upon this article Mm -hmm. was because I caught sort of a Uber fan or I should say a Tesla fan Mm -hmm.
0: uh,
1: boy article that the Tesla hats that are the Boring Company hats uh, have reached a point where they have almost sold one million dollars of them at 20 bucks a pop. One million dollars. Yes. And Elon said he's going to cut off sales once they hit a million dollars, because I don't know why. I have no idea why. Why not? I wore mine in New York mm-hmm. and twice somebody recognized it. So people don't they're not into Tesla in New York so much. I feel bad for our Tesla nation they're fans in New York.
0: Teslas in New York. A few people, but you look They'll around. I, maybe I
1: saw nine Teslas in two weeks.
0: Manhattan yeah. again, hard place probably to own a Tesla, right? Most people don't own cars in New York. All of those Teslas that you saw probably came from Long Island or uh, Jersey. New Jersey or right. Philadelphia over there in the other t- tri-state area. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you grab a slice and head into town over there.
1: Don't drop your slice on my seat. Don't
0: drop your slice on my seat over there, buddy. And so they're cutting off sales of the of the hat. I should get one. You should. Because you have one. I do have one. You didn't buy me one. No, I didn't. But you could have. We could have saved on shipping. It was free shipping. Oh, well, then I should get one. Yeah, 20 bucks. Awesome. Uh, so get your Tesla,
1: I should say SpaceX. No. No. Boring company boring hat. Boring company hat. Now, you heard it on Talking Tesla. So after I saw that mm-hmm. and shed a half a tear, I caught this article mm-hmm. that Elon is going to transform Chicago or it's is putting in a bid. Yeah. So they're putting in a bid to build a high-speed loop yeah. in Chicago between the airport and downtown. Yeah. It's called the O'Hare Express Project. Yeah. And I guess it's been a dream like ever since uh, Mayor Daley <laughs> yeah.
0: served in Chicago. But I'll be honest with you. They could do this tomorrow. I, I can Who's solve they? this. The city of Chicago. Okay. They can cut the travel time to O'Hare in half yeah. by doing one very, very easy thing. Don't stop everywhere. <laughs> uh-huh. They stop. There's like 30 stops between the loop and O'Hare. Mm. It's a lot of stopping. If this is truly an express from the loop to O'Hare or you know, maybe one stop. Then that's relatively simple. But again, that's in place now. Get an extra train, and every other train make it an express to O'Hare. If
1: if they have ways to pass, but they have to go around, right? Which right. they do not. And so this project is just two stops right. from Chicago to the airport. Yeah, but using awesome. loop technology, mm-hmm. and this is not hyper-loop a hyper. Technology. This is not a hyperloop, but it's similar tube right. technology. And in fact. I, I didn't pull it. I have a piece of paper somewhere I left. Mm-hmm. But in Colorado, mm-hmm. there is a move to put a loop, quote, in air quotes, mm-hmm. loop between Denver and Boulder and mm-hmm. the other suburbs around Denver. Yeah. And I think it's called Ar, Arvo Loop. Okay, And so they have—so this is a break-off company that used to be—I think it's Brogam, Brogan Bam Brogan. Ah, Brogan Bam Brogan. Who is now got this second— uh, loop transport company here in LA, and they have signed an agreement mm-hmm. with Colorado or Denver to put in this non-vacuum loop project. Yeah, so they're using technology like sleds and or electric trans uh, motor, uh, not motor. It's like a an electric transport. Process right. It's not that, maglev.
0: It's just right. Something
1: but different. it is. It, it, I think they do use magnets to a degree. But mm-hmm. of the development of Hyperloop, it's being bled out to the Boring Company, to this Arvo Loop, to this Chicago plan, to the Baltimore, D.C. plan. All of this is starting to sort of blossom out of the Hyperloop vision. Yeah. They're aiming for the train to take less than 20 minutes to get you from downtown Chicago to the airport or back. They don't have to make it a vacuum, but they can use pods, which are being designed by college and high yeah. school students through the Hyperloop And it'll be
0: underground, which will make it a little bit quicker because the L that goes to O'Hare now from in the loop, most of it is above ground, mm-hmm. which probably m- makes it a little bit slower to right. begin with. I mean, especially with weather. S- it's not stopped by traffic. Weather's not typically an issue on the trains yep. there, but but this will be cool, and I would like to use that when I visited uh, Chicago. That'd be cool. Me too. Let's do letters, Robert. Robert, we've gotten through all of the articles, and now let's get to the important stuff. Just kidding. Well, no. Am I? Yeah, you know, that's like in the com- in the mm-hmm. commercial business. Yeah.
1: People who make commercials, mm-hmm. they call the television show the fluff, <laughs> and the content are the yeah.
0: commercials. <laughs> right. But I love the letters. They. Totally enlighten me. The first letter comes from John Sheen, and it's about a hybrid plane, but I couldn't open it because it required a subscription to that particular thing. But he asks us, it's an article about a hybrid airplane, and he wanted to know if we could possibly put our heads together and imagine what date it was going to be released. And I could only assume (laughs) if he's a listener to this show... (laughs)
1: That he's talking about 2020. 2020 got to be. That used to be a television show. Yeah. But I think that was more about vision than time. I think it still is a television show. Is it? Is it is gone? It? I, I don't, don't know. watch television very
0: much. The next letter comes from Andrew Bone, and he said he loves the show. Comma, and he used your code. referral. He used my referral code. He did. He wanted to know if I was going to get something nice out of it. And the answer is. Oh, God, I hope so because I really, really badly want that power wall on my house. And also, I really, really don't want to pay for it. And mm-hmm. you're going to videotape the oh, installation the the of the power
1: wall, and that's going to go up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's going to be great. So if you're a Patreon, Get other Patreons to get, <laughs> to sign up to help fund Tom getting a video camera that works
0: better than his cell phone. I got a video camera.
1: You do? Come on, man! Sweet. I'm a,
0: I'm an AV technology machine.
1: That would be cool. I look forward to that. So I've okay. got videos on my list: is crush Tom's car, uh-huh.
0: mount Tom's power wall, mm-hmm. show Robert's trunk. Remember that video?
1: <laughs> I am not an AV technologist. <laughs> I have that video. Do you? It remains to be seen. Yeah, it's very... I'm challenged. I need a, I need like a course. You have three months sabbatical. Right You're now. right. You can figure it out. You That's can make true. It work. Sandy Voris sent us a letter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How Tesla will ensure that seven cents will be the price of electricity for the semi-customers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he made it for this podcast. You know, we talked about this a lot. He's talking about the linking of the solar panels, the power packs, the mega charger. And um, I I just think that
0: they're going to they've figured it out. They've worked out the details. It just depends. Again, it depends on how many trucks and where they are. At a thousand trucks that are spread between 20 locations, sure, that's still 20 mega chargers, 20 solar arrays. To guarantee the 7 cents I You know again I don't know the answer to any of this Because at the moment It's all speculation Because that's what this show is about (laughs) It's about (laughs) speculation about what they're going to do To sort of guarantee that cost of energy I agree Mm. They're going to figure it out They probably already have a plan They have just oddly enough Robert Chosen not to share it with us yet (laughs) So all we can do is kind of Conjectify What it would be looking forward, this is
1: my concern Mm. that these large organizations, let's say Target signs on Walmart. Uh It becomes a uh, keeping up with the Joneses. Who's Jones? Well, so that's just the situation where if mm-hmm. you got it you got solar panels, your neighbors around you who respect you say, mm-hmm. Wow, Tom got them. We I should probably get some sweet. I don't want to be the last person to get them. Mm-hmm. So people want to look cool and it's worth a lot of publicity. This whole green thing. Yeah. You know, people It's not a green thing. Don't say it like that. People or organizations. Well, it it's is important. important. It is important. But I think a lot of people are kind of resistant to changing. Yeah. But if it's worth the publicity will do it. What happens when that effect wears off? So let's say Walmart or some J.B. Hunt gets the truck, gets the solar charger and the the, the solar system, the battery pack, the mega charger. They get the whole kit and caboodle. And at the end, they say, wow, it's not quite as good as Elon said. That's a possibility. And we can find a few reasons why not to do this. Mm -hmm. When the Patina wears off. Mm -hmm. Will they continue with this? Will this continue to move the needle on renewable transport? That's my concern. Well, not if it doesn't work. Well, I mean, right? That's what it's not black or white. It's gray. So, how gray? You know, what are the shades of gray that it takes to make it so that these companies
0: ditch this process? For these companies, it's purely cost, right? It's purely is this cheaper. Than it was in the long run. Well, but it's cost. Not exactly.
1: Because what if they have to lay off mechanics? What if they have to change certain structures of their transport system in other words so we you have think th-
0: these companies are sitting there wringing their hands about having to lay off their mechanics and their drivers
1: well if they have to pay them pensions if they have to
0: relocate if they have to re-educate uh, again them. if they're if they're if their corporation's worth their salt they're thinking in the long run and it's all it is is a cost benefit if if they're getting their fuel for seven cents and they get to lay off drivers, and they get to lay off their service personnel, uh, that's going to be a win-win for them. It's not going to be a win-win for those employees, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and that is – you know we have to as a nation kind of come to grips with that aspect of it you know we talked about the autonomous cars 24000 uber drivers right. the truck situation the mechanics all but but there won't be no mechanics they'll just be tesla mechanics or hopefully there'll right. be other ev mechanics hopefully at some point when you go to every car dealer with your ev they won't look at you like well we have to get the guy there's one ev guy right. in this uh, county and he's only here on Tuesdays. I wonder, what will Tesla University look like?
1: Right. Because they're going to have
0: to educate so many people yeah. for the infrastructure of cars and trucks. The next letter comes to us from Franco Capizio, and he said he's going to change his name to Tesla. Now, why would he <laughs> be changing his name to Tesla? Yeah. Because there's a story in Gadget about, mm, let's call them idiots. Oh, my God. This
1: is hilarious. This has actually spread through the Tesla community. This is about a Tesla car heist uh-huh. in Utah where some dude decided after he was driving around mm-hmm. in a stolen Tesla mm-hmm. to flag down a cop and say, you know what? I think I want to give this car back. I was going by this Tesla dealership and it had been broken into. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of key fobs. And so I just I took a key fob and I Car because the (laughs) place was Open and it looked like it was and then uh, Another person got caught and they Said that their name was Tesla and Mm -hmm. that Was their car yeah 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 Tesla Who the F is Mr. Tesla? Tesla? Mr. Tesla <laughs> I'm Mr. Tesla Who died in New York Yeah Oh my God I'm Mr.
0: Tesla And uh, Mr. Tesla I think the third one said Mr. Tesla gave him or her the car This reminds so. me of the story in L.A.
1: Where they broke into the Sentinela service station mm-hmm. Which is closest to my house mm-hmm. They stole a very fast Tesla This was mm-hmm. before the Ludacris or the 100 mm-hmm. I think it was an eighty P85 or P85 Plus And they, the cops could not catch them No Period.
0: Uh They could
1: not catch them. And they drove up La Cienega Boulevard, which is a long, straight boulevard with lights and lots of traffic. But this was in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And at one point, the car was going so fast that it went over a bump and it launched into a building. Oops. Into a building. The car was in the building, Mm -hmm. like 12 feet up. Uh, One guy got ejected. Another guy got killed. It was like one of those news stories. (gasps) Driver killed in a Tesla. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's doing like 130 down a (laughs)
0: At the end of the day, this story tells you that geniuses buy Teslas and big-time idiots try and steal them. Right. That is how this works. I love it. Okay. Paul Boyd, he called this out a little bit. (laughs) He said... We mentioned if you leave Wait, your phone in the Model 3. He actually 3, said, hey, Einstein." Right, right, right. This was his entire letter. <laughs> hey, Einstein's, turn your Bluetooth off, problem solved. <laughs> so this is in relation to a conversation me and Mel had about leaving your phone in the car. So what I will say to you, Paul, if that is your name, so now when I forget my phone in the car, I have to remember... To turn off the Bluetooth first?
1: Yeah, the only problem is then your Apple Watch won't work. And we're the Einstein? And you won't be able to use your eye your your ear pods. <laughs> but I agree. It's a good thing. Maybe you're maybe you're well, yeah, if you don't have your phone, how do you turn off your
0: wife your Bluetooth? And, yeah. So that's the whole point, right? Yeah. So what I said was if you leave your phone in your car, Yes. they will be able to steal your car. True. If you leave your phone in your car. With your Bluetooth off, why did you leave your phone in your car? You won't be getting back into your car. (laughs) If you get in your car and turn your Bluetooth off, uh, you won't be able to take calls on your car. It's a whole circle of things that I think we pretty much covered pretty well. But apparently, we're not that smart. Because you weren't here, Robert. I listened, though. Mm -hmm. In fact, I listened to last
1: week's show on the airplane ride back Uh to Los Angeles. Do you think we're idiots? And I had to sit by the window. (laughs) You know, plane, plane travel is not as glorious as it once was. Uh-uh. And so sitting by the window, listening to you guys talking about pooing, wheezing, <laughs> and leakage so much, mm-hmm. I had to get up to the bathroom like four <laughs> times, and the people sitting next to me were getting really annoyed. Put it in your head, So man. Uh, warning to Talking Tesla Nation, don't listen to 114 while you're jammed in the corner of a bus yeah. or, a, or get, a plane. Get
0: an, get an aisle seat.
1: Yeah. Get an aisle. Uh, Excuse me. Can I use your aisle seat? Because I need to listen to this podcast. And all they talk about is poo, wee, and leakage.
0: I always sit on the aisle.
1: So this letter brings to mind this advancement, at least from an Apple technology, of putting cellular signal and other more communicative capacity into the Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. How long until Tesla will upgrade software and such that you don't need a phone? Because Mm -hmm. people are going to start ditching their phone. If they have a watch that's able to connect them just as well as the phone is able to connect them. So,
0: looking towards the future. No camera in that watch, buddy. I'm excited. I know you are. There so, will be. the next letter comes from... Smile. Jeff Vlegels. Or it could be Jeff Vlugels. We don't know. Only two Model 3 battery packs in all near future Tesla vehicles. Okay. So, this letter is pretty long, but it's pretty darn interesting. So Jeff spent quite a bit of time on the electric.co website. He looked at the photos that you took of the presentation at the semi event, and he doesn't usually submit comments, but he submitted this comment to electric, and so far it hasn't quite come through yet. So we're going to try and get to it. But his basic thought process is that Teslas are basically going to go to making... Two power packs, although I think I may have already blown holes in this for Mm -hmm. him, unfortunately. So one of the key things that he said is Model 3 comes with these battery pack sizes, medium or large. It's weird. Not one of them. It's not small or large, but it's medium or large. 50 kilowatt. And 75 kilowatts. So the upgraded Model S's and X's, in his opinion, will have two Model 3 battery packs, making it 100, 125, or 150, depending on the configuration of those two things. And what I will say is I like this point for its manufacturing simplicity, Mm -hmm. but it feels like a total redesign of the cars would be necessary. And what are they going to redesign? Are they going to redesign the packs? Then it's not the same pack. Are they going to redesign the car to fit these packs? I don't think so. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And I don't think either one of those things is likely in this scenario that he paints.
1: So in this situation, Model S is actually nearing its Like operational or design endpoint. Okay. It's been like five years. Mm -hmm. Most cars get redesigned by seven years. Yeah. I mean, a line of cars. Like a
0: major redesign. Major
1: redesign. And so I think S is definitely reaching that point. And of course, when they redesign S, they're going to put the 2170 cells in it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why continue to make the old cells, which Mm -hmm. are inferior, probably have a shorter lifespan, although you know estimations the car can go 900,000 miles that's pretty damn good yeah um but performance wise etc uh i'm expecting an s remodel to include the 2170 cells the x i don't know i have a feeling it is a flagship car but you know they continue to have problems and i talked to owners and there's it's a complicated vehicle and whether or not they're going to redesign it uh i expect they will and uh, will they have falcon wing doors or not i it's they have two big options. draw.
0: Redesign yeah. or kill. Kill. Right. So uh, the next major point in this uh, letter is for the semi, we've been told that the total consumption is less than two kilowatt hours per mile. I wouldn't get distracted. And I put the real number at just about 1.2 kilowatt hours per this mile. This is his opinion. This is his opinion. Right. It makes a lot more sense. And this would mean the total battery capacity would only need to be 600 kilowatt hours for, I guess, the 300-mile range version Thoughts? Right. So I'm not sure about such speculation.
1: When uh, they showed the semi—they had a sort of a peeled-back photograph of it mm-hmm. in the slide presentation. It looked like a
0: bunch of stacked-up power walls inside right. the— Semi But it could have been Power model 3 packs Stacked on top of one another I mean again It's about a configuration The difference is I think where you might be wrong From the pictures that I saw Is that I think the power wall Feels like it's more Not the power wall The power packs Feel like they're more trays Yes That go That sit this way, with the like stacked with the pizzas, stacked pizzas, right? Uh, with the batteries oriented, with the polarity top to bottom, and and this that's the same for the cars. But it's all of those pizzas kind of laid out flat on a big table, like you order twenty pizzas and everybody wants to get, uh, you know, a different one. Wants a pepperoni, you're, and, you're, and you're
1: really distracting me because I'm hungry. I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. So so again, I I, I, I don't know mushroom, about that, but it, it looked to me and cheese. that there were olives. 12 packs in that image, 12 packs of some sort, right? So if they were 50 kilowatt hour packs, that would be the 600 kilowatt hour battery. If they were 75 packs times 12, that works out to be, I didn't do the math very quickly in my head. That'd be like 900 and... Some, some, right around 90 Right, right, right. So, but what he's saying, and that's probably about the 500-mile range at the about two kilowatt hours per mile that Tesla announced at the reveal event. So, um,
1: I'm expecting that those pizza boxes that we're describing being yeah. stacked up are either power walls mm-hmm. or some portion of an uh, a three battery module because right. they're not going to create a whole new thing. They're just going to say, ah, oh, as you're pumping out Model 3, we need like, you know, 70 Model 3 right. modules. And I, and-, and I
0: think it does make sense, actually, if there are 12 of them, which mm-hmm. is what it looked like for them to be either the 50 or the 75 in the relationship that we're talking about. So I think that part... Uh, Of his letter is probably correct, although he wrote eight power packs, but I think it's clearly it looks to me that it's 12. So that gives them the the difference. Four groups
1: of three, which go with the four charge plugs that are within Mm -hmm. the mega charge plug on the truck.
0: And I do think it makes sense for Tesla at the Gigafactory to simplify manufacturing. So if they could, for the most part, not have to re-engineer the battery packs and use, you know, like this battery pack, if it goes left, it goes to the semi, if it goes right, it goes to the Model 3. I think that makes a lot of sense for sure. I'm looking
1: forward to the details continuing to filter out.
0: So the next part about it so that's two battery packs, but in my opinion, right, there's still a 100 kilowatt hour pack out there because of the Roadster. Right? right? So the Roadster is was announced at 200 kilowatt hours right. of a battery pack. So is that is it 200s? Is it It doesn't make—is it 450s? Yeah, the
1: Roadster looked like the floorboard of the car was Mm -hmm.
0: up high enough. Because I've
1: sat in a Roadster, an S and X, it was high enough. It was actually comfortable to get in. And the expectation by many people, or speculation, is that there are two 100-kilowatt-hour battery packs stacked, one on top of the other, like two stacked pizza boxes. And that would more than likely be a Model S battery pack. And when Elon says, oh, it's going to get better performance, that's when they take the Model S battery pack and they convert it to the 2170 mm-hmm. cells. And that will be part of the redesign of the Model S. But you
0: think that that Tesla that you were in, that Roadster, th- that has to be the new cells. That has to be a power pack, yeah, a battery so. pack that had the new cells. in yes. it. Why would they be prototyping it, making an alpha car? with old cells. It makes no sense whatsoever. So to me, that's a redesigned 100 pack with the new cells stacked on top of another pack. Unless the cells are
1: being sucked off by Fremont at such a degree to get the Model 3 going, which is top priority,
0: that yes, they're using the old cells. So that's now a 50, a 75, and and a new 100 battery pack that we're up to I like expect maybe this. they
1: just took two 100 sleds
0: from Fremont
1: and said, oh, we're sucking these off the line. You don't put them into a P100." Right, but, but it's
0: a new but it's a new pack. But if we're but we just said it's the new batteries, right? The new batteries aren't made I, I being don't know if it in, is a
1: new battery. I'm I'm just saying in the Roadster. They can. That would be weird. They can do the Roadster mm-hmm. and probably I'm I'm certain will do it with the new batteries and that's why the Roadster is going to get faster. Right. So the one they showed us, the Alpha has I believe, 18650 cells in it because they just siphoned off a couple of S100D battery packs. And when they redo the Roadster so that it's production ready, they're going to put the better cells in it. The thing is going to charge faster. It's going to go faster or quicker, yeah, and then uh, everybody will be yet blown away again because, of course, yeah. Bugatti and Ferrari and Maserati and Lamborghini are all going to go, oh, man, we got to squeeze a few more horsepower and this and that and yeah. strip a little more so they can get their car to 1.8 and then Tesla's going to say it's 1.7. <laughs> Eventually,
0: it'll just be point. That's the 0 to point, 60. Point two. So this is a great letter. Uh, we hope, I hope, that it gets approved by... Uh, electric very soon so we can see what everybody else kind of conjectures we were allowed to conjecture first as it were so the first conjecture kind of heard it here first in a lot of ways but thank you so much for sending that letter the next letter comes from duke tlam and he just finished to listening to episode 115 and wants to know what happened i'm sorry 114 and he wants to know what happens if your brakes fail Regen will kick in, but if you need to stop, can you even put the car into neutral? Can you put it into neutral in an S or an X while it's moving? Is there even a neutral? The answer is yes, there is a neutral. Correct. Yes, you can put it into neutral while it's driving. Correct. If you take your foot off of it, even if your brakes die and you take your foot off the accelerator, the engine will break. The engine will break to the degree that you will stop Or
1: maybe be going a mile an hour. Mm -hmm. I use my Regen almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. I have not, again, I I said this before, Model uh, S Generation 1 has nearly 90,000 miles on it. Last time I took it in for service, which was probably in the 80,000 range, Mm -hmm. they said I had 50% of my brake pads left. And I tell this to people, and they're like, what? What? That ha huh? and so if you learn to drive a Tesla appropriately, right. which takes a couple of months, yeah, or it depends on how much you drive, you use that regen for almost all of your slowing down. Yeah. I don't touch the brakes very often, just to basically stop the car or the very if end, there's an right? emergency at situation. one mile an hour.
0: Right. So now what I haven't tried is so let's say the brakes did fail and you have taken your foot off the accelerator and you've slowed down to that one mile an hour. Only way to turn on an e-brake in the Tesla, there's no handle to pull. Right. Is to put the car in park. Yeah. I have never done that at one mile an hour, and I'm not going to try.
1: Yeah, I'm not either. There is, uh, There are modes for towing the car and mm-hmm. for servicing the car that are available. I don't honestly use them, but... Uh, you can have the car brake. You can have the car unlocked. In other words, the wheels freed up so it can be towed onto a flatbed yeah. uh, tow truck. But again, I have
0: not heard of Tesla brakes failing. No. Pretty impressive. Neither have I. Yeah, But, I mean, I'm sure it's had to have happened. And I have put the car in neutral on accident, you know, when I was first learning how to drive it. It's easy to kind of like, oh, what is this? Uh, yeah, you think it's like the windshield washer stick. Right, right, or, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next message comes from or letter comes from Christy Morgan, and she uh, lets us know very specifically that driver profiles do exist on the Model 3. Whoosh! So what I say is thank goodness, and I assume so, but this car will be available without power seats in mm-hmm. the non-premium version, right. does not have electric seats. I would assume that driver profiles don't exist in that vehicle.
1: Well, driver profiles... Except for the mirrors. Right. So you have mirrors. You have the... The HVAC system, the way you like your vents set up. Do you want yeah. it blowing on your face or not? Oh, I wonder
0: if that will be part of the driver profile. Yes, cause... it is. Oh, it is. Okay. It is. So never mind. And so I is your radio
1: choice, your favorites, you know, the herd radio station or now Tesla has the, I believe it's called driver's favorites. It's a mm-hmm. symbol of a T, a Tesla T with a bunch of like thumbs up in the background, like a wallpaper behind uh-huh. it. And that will play only the songs that you have marked favorite
0: is that on your car now yes cuz my car does not i don't believe has the driver the favorites are the same regardless of who's driving that never changes oh
1: no i don't know that it changes in fact i haven't really uh since well, then it's i not just a drive profile. my car no but it is it will be in the 3 so all of your radio settings will be amazing. in the 3 as well yeah, that would be very as well cool. as what screens you like to look at mm-hmm. your language uh-huh. i mean all the ui is linked to your uh, log in from your
0: right. phone So Christy sent us a picture of what I assume Is her Model 3 and showing her Driver profiles and Thanks a lot for sending that Yeah You, you got your Model 3 and we're pretty stoked She also sent a very very Inappropriate <laughs> photo of the artwork That was showing up for show 115 And I would like to re- I got that same artwork I would like to reiterate that we have absolutely No control over what artwork TuneIn puts up for well, our this uh, was interesting podcast.
1: because it was New York show music from eighteen ninety to 1920, which was another time in the world and i'm I'm sure if she got this and I got this, many other people got this, and it shows an mm-hmm. actor in blackface terrible and that's not something that we condone obviously, obviously.
0: yeah, and manual leakage. I don't understand how they tied that into manual leakage, but they did well, we are inappropriate, but we are not inappropriate to offend anyone and our last letter. Or next to last letter. Actually, our last letter comes from Andy Heath (laughs) in regards to new superchargers. So he lives in and around Arizona, and he's keeping a pretty close eye on the Arizona superchargers. And then a few days before Thanksgiving, a red supercharger indicator showed up in his navigation. And now an opening of a supercharger in... Uh, the Scottsdale area ordinarily would not be that big of a deal to me. Right. So he talked about the charging. And I see these, and they are urban. In my Metro opinion, chargers. So these are not superchargers, is that correct?
1: Yeah, these are these new... They're calling them still superchargers, Okay, but the way they work is that you cannot get more than, I believe it's 72 kilowatts, 76 76 kilowatts out of these things, Mm -hmm. because what they're doing with these newer style chargers, and these are the ones that were first uh, installed in Chicago and Boston, is that each charger has a dedicated power load. So they'll take a supercharger cabinet, Mm -hmm. which at the old style superchargers, Mm -hmm. the ones that are the most common, will feed two plugs. And if no one is on the B plug, you're on the A plug, you get as much as the system can provide. And for us, that's been as high as 119. Mm -hmm. That's our record at the point. We do have another sticker. If somebody gets 120, Mm. we've got another sticker. It's autographed. No Photoshopping. No Photoshopping. We will send that to you if you send us a picture. So... The I'm calling old style or most common superchargers, mm-hmm. you can get above 76 kilowatt charge. Obviously, that's going to get you out of there faster. But right. these newer, sort of metro style superchargers are limited such that it's 135 kilowatts in the cabinet, it's split between two chargers. So you get the maximum of like around 70 plus or minus. Kilowatts. Although interestingly
0: enough, if you look at these photos that he sent, it looks like each charge station has its own individual cabinet attached to it. I if you go down the line, if you go at the first photo. I can't see enough of them. That may be true. I'm
1: not sure. Maybe this is another design modification. Yeah. But the bottom line is, is they're shorter. Mm-hmm. The Charger bo- bollards themselves, it's, they're shorter. I love they're this They're solid. Mm-hmm. They don't have the pass-through, the open section in the middle. Right. And they look very much like the Tesla. Battery that you could have bought to charge your cell phone that are now sold out. Tesla was selling these really cute little batteries.
0: Well, they're selling the original supercharger ballard, and it does have the hole in the middle of it, I believe. And then they're selling a portable one Mm -hmm. as well. And uh, well, my wife might be listening to this show, but I managed. Don't say it.
1: Don't say it.
0: I managed to get one. Oh no! Don't tell don't tell her Shh. hopefully she's not maybe she stopped listening
1: so yeah this is the new metro charger design okay. now we have one in scottsdale arizona and thank you for that there is however one last letter
0: just a little note from bt, BT.
1: yeah bt says uh don't crush ice mm-hmm. rather than crushing the old ice wouldn't it make more sense to convert it To an electric vehicle
0: It might make more sense But who's paying for that? That's $18,000
1: Melvis, are you still here?
0: For 100 miles of range No, he's not He left Oh, wait He is? He's saying no Oh, Mel's Mel's not paying To convert my 25-year-old Camry To electric
1: Yeah, so the question is Does it make more environmental sense To just crush it Mm -hmm. Or suck batteries That might be used for someone else Something useful Yeah I talked to a number of people at the Motor for Toys car show. Mm -hmm. The next one, by the way, is December 2nd in 2018. So put that on your calendar. Okay, Motor for Toys here in L.A. Uh, Who had Porsches, Maserati, Ferraris. They, interestingly enough, came Mm -hmm. by and looked at our Teslas. You know, this small oasis in the middle of this ginormous (laughs) 4,000, 5,000 space parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, why don't you convert your Maserati? Mm. And they're like, oh, no. I love listening to that engine. Bo- 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 and, you know, bo- 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 it's just impressive the yeah. number of reasons. And then I said to one of the guys, I just mm-hmm. singled him out. And he turned out to be like an electrical contractor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot his name. Nice guy. And I said, well, come with me. And he got in my car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, this is nice. And he says, where do you charge it? And I went to the map and I had him use it like a cell phone. You know, you can just mm-hmm. pinch to bring the map in. And he's, I said, you see all those red dots? I said, mm-hmm. those are where you can charge your car for free if you use my code robert 3177 and he was so impressed and he's like wow he says my wife has a model three on order but this is really nice and he's gonna be retiring soon i was like it's time for you to buy one
0: yeah yeah that's cool i know good job it's great to spread the love evangelizing all right that's it for us today that is tesla talking or some people call it talking tesla it's hard to know what we call it on most days. That was 115. Tesla. Robert was back. You. Mel was here but not here, which is cool and not cool all at the same time. Well, you know, Mel's got a lot of important stuff to he do. He does. He's a busy man. And we very much still appreciate his support of the show. Uh, we appreciate your support of the show. We will see you next week. Loving it. You know, we're coming upon the holidays, so
1: we have to make a decision. Right. Do we record? Because mm-hmm. our recording date falls on Christmas Day and New
0: Year's Day. Let's not think about this live on the air, though. Okay. Let's talk about this privately off the I have the a air. feeling,
1: though, Talking Tesla Nation might want us to continue to record. I'm
0: trying to close the show, Robert. Let me close the show. Let me end this so I can get to work. And... The Tesla Nation can get to listening. And the Tesla Nation can get to listening.
1: Love you all. Thanks for listening. Look forward to you leaving us a review on Apple iTunes. We'd love to hit another 20 reviews Mm -hmm. before the end of the year. That'd be awesome. And consider supporting us on Patreon. Love having you. you this week. Good to talk to you. We're
0: out. We're out. Talking Tesla is a production of Boo Incorporated, hosted by Mel Herbert, Tom Wilson, and Robert Rosenberg. Edited by Eliza Jane Barnes and produced by C.C. Herbert and Mel Herbert. To support Talking Tesla, go to patreon.com forward slash talking tesla. To find our referral codes, go to talkingtesla.net forward slash about. And finally, if you love the show, go write us a review on iTunes.